Hi there, welcome to the Edup Marcom podcast. You're very welcome. My name is Philip Smith. I'm the host of the show. Every week here, I interview CEOs, founders, CMOs, and consultants from many of the largest and most successful colleges, universities, and education institutions in the world, where we talk about marketing, communications, and sales, and more. Finding out how to grow your student numbers successfully. I hope you enjoy. Hi, Herbert. Thanks for joining me here in the Edit Marcom podcast. It's great to have you here. Hi, Philip. Great to be here. Thanks for inviting me. Absolutely. Well, you know, here in the Edit Marcom podcast, you know, I've been trying to bring on guests that are experts in marketing, sales, communications for you know universities and colleges and, and various education institutions. And so I thought you'd be a fantastic fit at UPS <laughs> with your Thanks. depth of knowledge. So you're very welcome. Thank you so much. Yeah, great to great to uh, discuss some marketing um, strategies. Fantastic, fantastic. Well, look, Herbert, just to start, uh, just for the listeners, could you just give me a brief uh, background about yourself and your career in education? Of course. Uh, so my name is Herbert Gerzer. I am the founder of Learn Media. We are a, a digital advertising agency specializing in paid social and creative content for uh, education brands. So we launch uh, campaigns across um, social media marketing platforms uh, to generate leads and enrollments for their courses and programs. I started my education career about 14 or 15 years ago um, in teaching, actually. I was a business English teacher at Berlitz uh, I got my start there when I moved to Austria from Australia. Um, so my German was uh, not very good. And uh, teaching English was the only job that I could get at that time. And so, yeah, did that for a couple of years. I was then in, uh, uh, became kind of the head teacher, so, so to say, and managed uh, um, you know, 40, 50 teachers. Uh, then I switched and went into sales for an uh, educational institute. And I was basically selling courses, workshops, seminars to companies uh, here in Austria. And at that time, that uh, institution uh, needed some help with marketing, uh, sure. specifically social media marketing. And I had had some experience with private projects before. So I said, hey, why not? I'll assist you with that. Uh, and it was successful. And I really enjoyed that creative side of, of the business. And so three and a half years ago, I decided to start my own agency specializing in education. Well, that's, a, that's a great story. I love that you came from uh, an almost you know, academic teaching background. And um, I found that um, that's an excellent experience to have if you are going to you know, market and help grow education institutions to have that experience. And it's, it's unique as well to have that, um, that experience, I think, in the education marketing space. Um, but that's great. I really like that story of how you, so you were working at these institutions at Berlitzen. You, know, you, were, you were getting hands-on with sales, with marketing, and then you found a passion for that and you turned that, those skills into a business. So I think that's, that's really admirable. And I think that's a, that's a great background for it. Thanks. Yeah, no, it's been quite a journey to say the least. 
Fantastic, fantastic. Well, look, just tell me, so so Learn Media is, is kind of, I suppose, the, the, the big kind of thing that you've produced from this this work that you've done. That's the company that you've created from all this fantastic work that you've done. So just tell the listeners a little bit more about Learn Media and about who are you working with? So just to shine a bit more of a light on that. Absolutely. We work with quite a, a broad range of education businesses or education companies from uh, language schools to e-learning providers, online courses, learning apps, uh, academies, private schools, uh, colleges, and universities. Um, basically, uh, any, any education provider that uh, promotes courses and programs. And kind of our goal really is uh, to generate a qualified traffic um, to their website uh, in order to acquire more students. Fantastic. And so you're working with all these different types of education institutions. Do you find there are different marketing strategies or sales strategies needed uh, to, to help them get more students? Absolutely. Uh, because the, the it really depends on the course, the program, and I guess the student journey. Um, for that particular institution. Uh, you know, we have clients uh, where their courses, maybe a language course, they're only 200, 300 euros per month. And wow. so our strategy really is customer acquisition, uh, more like an e-commerce brand where the, the student can find their course on the website, they can book and pay and start immediately. Um, and that's obviously a very different strategy to a higher education institute in institution. Uh, we're talking about three, four, four-year courses here, um, a much longer uh, lead or, or sales cycle. And so we have to make sure that we are uh, bringing potential um, students uh, to the institution. Uh, we are uh, getting them to become uh, leads or uh, fill in a contact form, attend an info session or an open day. Uh, and then at the end of that uh, cycle, nurturing them so that they uh, apply uh, for their program. Brilliant, brilliant. I think that that kind of gets lost with a lot of different marketing strategies for certain education institutions. I think they find it hard to, to find the, the marketing strategy that works for them or that works best and to find the sales strategy that works great for them. I think you touched on something really interesting as well, which is something I've kind of been very vocal about as well, and um, particularly in the higher education space, where the, the universities have these very large websites full of text, full of pages, but they're actually difficult to find the course or apply actually enroll. Uh, you know, mm. there's, there's too much going on. And, I think trying to have a, you know, simplify things down and make it easy for the student to engage and to and to uh, to sign up for an open evening or to book the course, I think is fantastic. But thanks, Herbert, for that. So just tell me some of the, I suppose, some of the key challenges you think colleges are facing from your experience in, in getting their marketing and sales right. Uh, a few things. Um, I would say when it comes to the ad side of things and the campaign side, it is definitely the creative strategy uh, because at the end of the day, the, the, the ad platforms, you know, do their thing. The algorithm is very sophisticated um, and, uh, you know, is pretty good at finding potential uh, students, but we need to cap 
capture their attention. We need to resonate with these prospects. We need to engage them and drive them to take action. And so that is what the creative does. So the creative, I mean, by the, the video or the, the image uh, that we use in the ad campaigns. And so, um, you know, I like to say that 80, 85% of the success of your campaigns really is in the creative um, because that's what people see first. Uh, that's their first impression of your institution, of your brand. And so we need to make that uh, a positive one and get them to stop scrolling and then engage with us. Yeah, yeah, I think that's really a very good point. I think a lot of uh, education institutions, from my experience also, they use ads with stock images and, 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 and not really great design, you know, not really mm. personalized. And I think using really good design, I think using video, you know, great graphics and things like that help a lot with the ads. And I think that kind of gets overlooked um, quite a bit in the education sector so it's great to hear that you're you, know, you, you and the team are solving that uh, that that I suppose that pain for the education sector and so I suppose just to take things a bit further so with Learn Media and with your strategies how do you see yourself as different from other marketing agencies I, I know you, you said you're, you're focusing primarily on the education sector so that, that's already quite different Absolutely. So, you know, we, we are not an agency that caters to all types of uh, businesses, niches, or industries. Uh, we focus on the education sector, um, on selling or promoting courses and programs. We understand that student journey quite intimately. And uh, the creative strategy really is kind of where, where we set ourselves apart, um, making sure that we are in the know of what is trending at the moment, what topics, themes um, that we can leverage in our campaigns. Again, it's it's all about grabbing people's attention, and uh, you know we need to stay up to date on what's happening on in the world, um, news events on different social media platforms, and so yeah, and apply that to our creatives. Fantastic. That's great. I really like that. I think that's a really good strategy for, um, for education institutions. So I suppose, how do you see you know, the, the education sector changing in the future or the you know the strategies that our media are doing? I, I know there's things like you know, AI and there's, there's the online colleges and there's a lot of changes going on I see in the education sector and, and particularly you know, for the marketing that, that we do. Sure, gosh, there, there's, there, there is a, a, a lot happening. Um, I mean, obviously, the, the demand for higher education, so therefore education in general, is, is absolutely going through the roof. I see a lot of e-learning or online education providers doing some amazing things, uh, which is you know, fantastic for them. They're, they're making education and learning more accessible. Uh, but I guess that also is a challenge uh, for more traditional uh, institutions like universities and colleges, um, but also opportunities there to uh, um, adjust and, and apply different strategies and, and, and move with, uh, with the times. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. I just, so just to turn things a bit more back on, on learn media and, and about 
about um, about what you're doing. So, where are you working with um, these education institutions, or where are they based? Is it you know, Europe focused, or, or US, or, or where where are you where have you been focusing with your clients? Sure, uh, we work nearly globally. Um, there are a, a couple of exceptions, and I'll be very transparent with that. Uh, uh, markets sure. like China, Japan, um, South Korea are their own uh, their own monster, so to say, and uh, you really need um, kind of natives handling that strategy that know the social media platforms intimately, uh, like WeChat or Naver or Line. Um, so we don't really uh, recruit, so to say, or run campaigns there. Um, most of our campaigns are concentrated in Europe, um, Australasia, uh, North America, South America uh, as well, and also the Middle East. Fantastic. Yeah, and I think that's, yeah, I've heard that before that, you know, I've had a similar experience myself where it can be very different doing marketing for perhaps, you know, Russia or, or, or Asia and, and certain countries where there are just different um, different social media channels being used there. Um, Definitely. You, you mentioned there, so you're targeting a really wide variety of, 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 uh, of places for, for, for students. So do you find it's, there's quite a lot of international marketing you're doing for, um, for these education institutions? Yes, definitely. I mean, it, it's not as if we're targeting the, the whole world when when we work with clients, you know, um, yeah. unless they they have a a large budget. But usually, uh, you know, we choose and and discuss, you know, which target markets to to focus on, whether that be Latin America, Brazil, or maybe just the U.S. or or a local market um, to to make the biggest impact. Um, and so, yeah, we kind of also within that have to adapt the strategy per, you know, uh, depending on the market that we choose, you know, uh, yeah. LATAM yeah. is a bit very different from, from North America or, or Europe. Uh, we might also have to run ad campaigns in the native languages of those markets. Um, so yeah, that brings it a bit of complexity, uh, with it as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, I, can, I can absolutely imagine that. And and so do you, do you find it, I suppose, a challenge trying to adapt to different markets then with the marketing? So for, for listening here, there's quite a lot of, um, you know, universities and colleges, CEOs, CMOs listening to this podcast that I'm sure have challenges in trying to get their international marketing right. I think the domestic marketing is is, is more, is, is less complex, it's more simple to get right. But I think with the international marketing side of things, that's a really interesting um, area because you have, as you said there, the language changes. And do you find there's 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 other you know changes or adaptions you have to make to try and get the you know the, the ads or the creatives right? Uh, of course, you know uh, uh, the the platforms are also uh, different in each market. Um, you know, Facebook, for example, is not very. Uh, often used in some markets, whereas in Latin America, for example, it's still being used quite a lot. Um, yeah. So you have to be careful there in terms of the platform you choose. Uh, and in terms of the creative, uh, you know, what we've really found is a universal uh, um, format that works in all markets is, is user-generated content or UGC, um, especially when you get content creators or students, of course, uh, yeah. in front of the camera from that target country or target market. So 
uh, and making sure that you know it's not just a student testimonial, but uh, you need to test different formats. And again, yeah, see what's what's performing well organically on platforms like TikTok or um, Instagram, and testing those out. Uh, yeah, and that, that's sure. what we've been doing, uh, and that's working really well. Fantastic. You just touched on something there, Herbert. I'm going to take a step back. So you mentioned UGC. So just mm -hmm. explain to the listener, what is that? <laughs> UGC is user-generated user content. And the, uh, the user in this case is uh, a student. Mm -hmm. uh, and usually we would get students to create authentic videos um, for the campaigns. And we would... Um, for example, uh, A Day in the Life of is a great format, especially for a higher education institution. Uh, people, you know, prospective students want to see what life is going to be like uh, as a student at, at a university or college. So that format works very well. Uh, leveraging a trending formats like three reasons you should dot, dot, dot. Um, uh, or you know, POV, my point of view, um, is also uh, quite popular right now. Uh, and it's getting kind of the smartphone in the hands of someone who's experiencing it, which is the students. Sure. And and it and and these videos are uncut, they're a bit rough, they are native, they're not highly edited or polished. And that's how it should be, um, because it should yeah. look like a friend's post. Uh, on TikTok or on Instagram, because that's what people stop scrolling for. Yeah, absolutely. So they're, they're a lot more kind of natural and organic. And I think as well, it's I, I haven't seen a lot of them using the education sector. So I think that's really a unique selling point that you have and what you know what you're offering. And I think I think that using that kind of content will work really well for a lot of universities, particularly for the education sector, but particularly for universities and colleges and education institutions that. You know, they have a they have a story to tell from their student's perspective, and as you mentioned there, put it put the phone into the, the hands of the student, or you know, or, or someone that that you know, and, and let them tell the story rather than you know a, a highly edited, polished kind of of mm. ad coming from uh, from from the, the college's perspective. I think that's great, and you mentioned you know both. Uh, I mean, both formats work. You know, it's it's also yeah. good to have that highly edited, more professional, more more uh, traditional type of advertising. Cool. But if you were to A/B test, uh, you know, one of those traditional videos with a, a UGC type of video, yeah. I would put money on it that the the latter would perform better. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's that's a really good point. Um, and so yeah, just just to put it back to one other thing you said there, uh, Herbert. So you mentioned about uh, TikTok advertising. I think that's a really interesting point because. There's a lot of universities, colleges, different education institutions that want to be on TikTok, want to have ad campaigns on TikTok. But I don't know. I think a lot of them haven't made the move yet or they're struggling to make it uh, viable. So is there anything you could just talk a little bit about that, that TikTok and um, ad campaigns or trying to create good content on TikTok that, that you found works? Oh, yeah, I agree. Uh, TikTok really is still underutilized um, by a lot of education businesses. Uh, um, even with, with the hype of the last couple of years, I think I did a I, I did some research um, a couple of months ago and I audited 50 uh, education businesses 
um, well, and only you know a single digit uh, number of them were active on TikTok, and only right. one of them was advertising on TikTok. So the opportunities are uh, very large, especially if you're hitting at that younger demographic. Um, yeah. Even though TikTok has matured, um, you can still do great things with you know the 30 plus crowd. Uh, which is has has grown exponentially in the last couple of years. Uh, but when it comes to my, uh, a strategy, again, the best thing to do is to give the the, the phone to someone who is already using TikTok, and that is most yeah, likely yeah. one of your students. Um, so probably not your uh, marketing person, your marketing director, or someone responsible for social media. Um, who might be a little older or unfamiliar with the platform, sure, but it's yeah. actually the students uh, who are using it every single day. And so give it to them to, to create that content that they're already posting for themselves, but making sure that they're, uh, you know, they have the institution, the university or college kind of center, uh, front and center. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. I think that's, there's this really good, opportunity i think that you've highlighted there on tiktok the organic reach is fantastic you know for now uh but you know, that will end eventually um as more and more people go onto the platform but tiktok i think really is a massive opportunity for uh for education institutions but also for um agencies of their media or experts like yourself to solve that solution so i think that that's going to be a really um critical uh, move for a lot of education institutions into the future and thanks for that, Herbert. So, Herbert, to wrap up our conversation, is there any advice or some key points you, you give to an education institution in terms of getting successful education market? And I know you've touched on so much uh, in this uh, in this episode of the podcast, but is there, is there some key advice you, you, could, uh, you could share? Absolutely. It's, it's taking some risks with your creative, I think. Um, I know that maybe some institutions uh, might be a bit scared uh, to, you know, put out content that is unfiltered, not highly edited, uh, but taking that leap of faith uh, will certainly pay off. Uh, and so just making sure that you are kind of on the ball with what's happening on, on these social media platforms. I know no one wants to be scrolling through hundreds of TikTok videos, uh, sure. but pr pretty, pretty quickly you get a feel for what type of uh, TikTok formats are, are really, you know, trend, trending right now. Are there any audio or hashtags or challenges or filters that everyone's using? And I know you can't stay on the ball all the time, but and and you know use the latest thing you know as as it happens. But at least you can get a feel uh, for those themes and then uh, translate that into some of your uh, creatives. Fantastic, Herbert. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. It was a real pleasure uh, speaking with you, Herbert. Where can people find you or learn media if you want to learn more about what you're doing? course they can find us uh, at our website on learn media that's l-u-r-n media.com fantastic herbert thanks for sharing your knowledge it was a real pleasure and uh, have a great day thanks, thanks for having me philip catch you soon my pleasure
Hi, thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Ed Up Markham podcast. If you'd like to be a guest, you can do so by applying on edupmarkham.com, where you can also find a catalogue of all of our episodes. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoyed. it.